0: Your host is in the trenches. He's a real estate attorney, financial analyst, and mobile home park investor and operator. Now, let's turn it over to Ferd Neiman.
1: Welcome back, Mobile Home Park Nation. Ferd Neiman here again today with another episode of the Mobile Home Park Lawyer Podcast. Today, I'm going to go through some post-closing tasks. We just closed on a project a couple days ago, so this is top of mind. We like to have a handoff meeting, kind of a the due diligence team and process, hands it off to the post-closing operation team so that things tend not to fall through the cracks as easily. Because typically the acquisition guys, we, and I, I do a lot of the acquisition stuff as well, we know the property better. We've seen it. We've talked to the seller. We've looked at the financials. We've got together bids and budgets and uh, just know the property, know which how many units there are. How many Parkland homes, the condition, the estimated budget, does this property need a new playground or not, does it need a picnic area or not, those sort of things. And the operations team may not be able to just jump right in, so we have a handoff meeting. But really, there's a there's a handful of tasks, and I'm just going to roll through them here rather than go ad nauseum at each one. Most of them are pretty self-explanatory, but here's just a, kind of a quick checklist of post-closing tasks. First, Look for any safety issues or safety corrections. I mean, you know, adding speed bumps, do you need handicapped parking? Are there any trees that are potentially going to be a safety hazard? Any loose wires or trip hazards? And correct those right away. Um, at some point soon thereafter of closing, you want to make sure you transfer the mobile home titles. And if you need to do a playground, you get that installed, road repairs and construction, uh, county mobile home tax records, you know, update the county. If you've got investors, you're gonna to wanna to get investor pref return payments set up. If you have a loan, you're gonna to to get the loan set up on automatic pay or ACH. Uh, you wanna make sure you get your tenant ledger entered right. You know, we use rent manager, you know, but you know, the unit number, if you get the size of the lot, that's helpful with the type of the home on there. What's the rent amount? Is there shed rent, pet rent, etc., tenant name. Uh, we'd like to create a site map and a rent roll. I like to create rent rolls separately in Excel. Um, in addition to what Rent Manager has, uh, it just seems to be easier. Um, if I want to give it to a lender, or if i want actually to sell it, because there's a lot of extra categories that show up in in Rent Manager that I may or may not need need for circulation to others. Uh, I want to I want to double confirm that my insurance is set up. This is definitely a pre-closing item, but like post-closing, it's like dear insurance guy, verify all of the insured property on this uh, as part of this acquisition i want to start hiring staff and vendors hopefully this is uh, part of the due diligence process as well but depending on the project it may need to happen uh, shortly after closing and then make sure you got your staff your management paperwork straightened out uh, order my water meters i typically order water meters towards the end of due diligence once i know i to buy it that way they're there sooner uh, we currently we're using metron and their water scope process it's pretty slick um, i've heard lots of good things about other companies too but uh, I just don't have a lot of experience with other ones. I make sure we have key dates added to the calendar. I mean, the most important dates are when your permits due. Property taxes are important too, but it's actually less important permit because typically you don't lose your property if you forget to pay the taxes. You get three years and then a right of redemption typically, whereas permit could be a big deal. So in per- in permits, insurance, rent increase dates, things like that. Um, I make sure there's numbers on the homes. And then begin a lease rollout, and then kind of a lease collection, and I track it. Uh, we install signage, you know, our entry signs, speed limit signs, an anti poaching sign, which is not poaching like animals, but don't let people poach your houses out of your park. So there's some signage to put up to put poachers on constructive notice. Uh, we added flowers and aesthetics right away. And we roll out the painting program, which is a program we use to help subsidize the painting of tenant owned houses. We'll paint all of our own park-owned home homes as well. I mean, they're vinyl siding, which is power washing for the most part, but a lot of the older homes, they're metal or they're wood siding, and they need to be painted. And then we identify homes that are abandoned and or uh, abandoned and that we can immediately demo once we have rights to. And then we look at late rent captured what's the bad rent, and then we start to pursue that. Sometimes we'll forgive it. Uh, generally, as the buyer, negotiate the rights to back rent, so I can then be vote generous people and waive it in exchange for paying current rent and or if I don't collect it I can write off my taxes because it was part of the consideration of the purchase price that I bought sometimes the bad, sometimes the bad rent is substantial I mean it's fifty thousand dollars well then if you never collected you, you know you paid consideration for that that was part of the purchase price um, you can write that off and then I buy, any, buy an inventory you need tools or equipment uh, depending on the property you'll get a retailer license set up and then we want to make sure we tr- if there's any transfer of licenses or permits that needs to happen, we do that as well. And then we prepare newsletters. I mean, we send a newsletter on day one, so post-closing, but it's like on day one, we say, hey, we're the new landlord, here's where you send your rent, here's our business plan, what we're going to do, upgrades, all that kind of stuff. We do another, val- another inventory of the park-owned Homes, we generally uh, have an internal valuation of those homes uh, in case you want to sell them, which we typically do, and then We'll put, make it together, put together a punch list for each home's kind of scope of work. We'll change keys, enter passwords if it comes to an office or a computer or something like that. Uh, we create a Google page and a Facebook page. We confirm the utilities transfers have gone through. Um, we look at street lights to see if they need to be added um, or upgraded. We sometimes install mailboxes or upgrade mailboxes. And we identify a towing company and install tow company signs. So those things are all pretty valuable uh, to do, you know right after closing. It's hard to do it all the first day, right? but certainly in the weeks after closing, those twenty five or so items are uh, are pretty crucial. Uh, obviously, there's some super important ones like safety issues and make sure you don't forget to transfer your permits. Um, and then there's some that are less important, like you know, inventory of the tools. Uh, so, Anyway, there's some uh, post-closing tasks for you. Uh, Reach out if you have questions. Thanks and God bless.
0: You've been listening to the Mobile Home Park Lawyer Podcast with Ferd Neiman. Ready to learn more? Go to www.themobilehomelawyer.com for free resources and materials to help you succeed. If you love the podcast, go to Apple Podcasts. Give us your review and subscribe today. Thank you for listening.